Good morning, America. Welcome back to the Shaping Wellness Podcast. I am your host, you should know me by now, Stephanie Costa. We are back at it again with my cousin Trent Larrabee. We're here doing, you know, continuing the series of wellness and his take on things. Um, I know last week we talked about high fructose corn syrup. This week we're going to be taking a little bit of a different uh, spin on things. And we're going to be going down the the little land of dreams. Mm. So Trent, welcome back. Thank you. Nice to have you it's again. It's a pleasure to be here. Um, so dreams. I love dreams. I think dreams are pretty epic. Like, it's just wild what your brain can do sure when is. you're not even awake. Um, and dreams, I feel like, are have been a topic that I know I've... I feel like I've talked to you about this for probably like six months now. Like, I really want to get your perspective on Longer. dreams. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just... I don't know. I think it's just something cool to talk about. And mm -hmm. I know that you have done your own research on it. Um, you've even done like lucid dreaming, which that's a whole nother thing. I don't mm -hmm. know anything about. I'd mm -hmm. love to talk about it. Mm -hmm. um, and to be honest with you, I'm really not 100% sure how this really ties into wellness. You know, I don't know if like healthy eating translates to healthy dreaming or like if there is a healthy way to dream. Um, but I will say, I think if I'm going to narrow it down to anything and how it can be related to wellness, I think that if you are able to get a good cycle of sleep, you know, go into that REM sleep, I think that that is a good sign, you know, if you're not able to get into the different rhythms of your sleep and, or you're, you know, you're getting woken up multiple times throughout the night, you're not getting enough sleep. Um, that's going to eventually take a toll on your body. Uh, and it's not letting, you're not allowing your brain to really truly rest. So for me, um, like I said, I think dreaming is super cool. Um, it's a little freaky to me because personally, I think my dreaming is so vivid and so real and so like I wake up and I'm like, I still feel like I'm in the dream because I'm like that, like it totally that what that was real. Mm. And it's to the point, you know, I'll get mad at Tyler if Tyler was in my dream doing something and I'll wake up like and so annoyed with him. He's like, we just woke up, you know, so Things, and I can recall my dreams very, very vividly in, in the exact order of how they were. I have a lot of reoccurring dreams that are the exact same way mm. that I, I've experienced them before. And a lot of people I talk to, they're like, I don't really remember. I think I had a dream last night. Like, no one knows, yeah. you know, and I'm like, mine are so vivid. And I think, too, especially in the summertime when I'm outside more, like getting more fresh air, more sunlight mm -hmm. and stuff, they're even more vivid, mm -hmm. even more intense. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I don't know. I, I guess I'm a vivid dreamer if I'm going to say that. But I want to get your take. Like, how are mm -hmm. your dreams? I'd love to talk about it with you. And like, what do you think, like, it all means with the brain, you know? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's interesting. I wouldn't characterize my dreams necessarily as super vivid. And they're not always, I don't always wake up from a dream and be like, oh my God, like I'm still in a dream. I've certainly had those experiences, but on the whole, I feel like my dreams are pretty kind of chilled out and sort of mundane, which in some ways I think reflects like all my personality, yeah. which is pretty just like relaxed and like kind of just reserved a little bit where 
you know, we know you're a little bit louder <laughs> than I am and, and just more animated. I, I just wonder if that maybe there's just a personality thing. Um, and there's no doubt that there's deep, you know, psychological relationship to dreams. And I think what's interesting about dreams is like, you, I don't know if we'll ever really be able to prove a whole lot about dreams just by the very nature that there's no way to, you know, hook someone up to EKGs or whatever it is yeah. with the brains and then be like, okay. I mean, I guess you can tell on the, that they're dreaming, but you can't communicate with the person when that's happening. So there's, there's no way to really track be like, you know, do certain dreams always look the same on charts or whatever? Um, but yeah, I think, I think you're right about like sunlight and fresh air being a huge factor in dreams. I think like, I think physical exhaustion sort of, brings about dreams maybe because you know it's you know the, the deep sleep like you mentioned is the time where your body and your brain are resting obviously and I think it goes without saying that a lot of people neglect their sleep mm-hmm. and I mean that was something that I really prioritized because I guess I talked about this a little bit on the last episode but you know 2020 is really when my wellness kicked into high gear yeah and I was doing everything to optimize my health and sleep was one of them. And that's when I got into lucid dreaming and all that stuff. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. There's definitely a connection. To, to Yeah, it's, it's wild to me, too, because I think, like, for me personally, when it's darker earlier, you know, winter, mm-hmm. when that time comes around, I definitely have some vivid dreams, but, like... Right now, so let's say we're in mid-June, probably since the beginning of May, every night is like a stupid vivid dream. And like, I think it's because of, I don't know, it. maybe it is the weather. I don't think I'm getting outside like drastically more than I was three months ago. Yeah. Um, but it's like once I, once it like comes fall time, you know, September, October, mm. I might have like three really vivid dreams a month Mm. but like it's been an everyday thing for like two months now so it sounds like you're following the rhythm of the sun a little bit you know nature springtime everything's coming more alive your psychic ability is coming a little more alive and it kind of recedes a little bit in the winter time with the lack of sunlight and i know we want to talk about sunlight in a future episode yeah but um because i think there's a huge relation between sunlight and and sleep yeah uh actually uh, i don't think people realize how important sunlight is for their circadian rhythm yeah for sure um and when you're prioritizing your health and wellness you know hopefully you're also incorporating the, the sunlight and just the rhythm of nature is a huge part of wellness yeah um and i do think that that's the sort of intangible aspect of wellness. You can control what you're eating, how much you're working out or whatever, you know, that physical side of it. But the, the metaphysical side of it, you know, are you getting sunlight? Are you taking deep breaths outside? Are you observing nature? Um, all those things play into not only your sleep, but like your deeper psychic abilities. Mm-hmm. Because like there's nothing more psychedelic than like observing the garden, and watching insects and plants and stuff. And that's, 
the, the, the sunlight thing overlaps yeah. and it's, it's kind of hard to separate the two, but I think if we try to separate the two, we should talk a little bit about the lucid dreaming because yeah. that's kind of just the most interesting and something yeah. I have a little bit of experience in. Yeah. Please go into it. Tell me all about it. I've never done yeah. it. Yeah. So. so, well, I would say, first of all, if you're already having vivid dreams, you're, you're a step ahead than most. And I'll just say this. I, I heard this, um, cause you're a, you're a water sign. Yeah. Um, I heard that earth signs have a, I'm an earth sign, uh, Taurus, have a, have a harder time dreaming than hmm. like more fluid signs like an earth or an air. Uh, or, I'm sorry, uh, water and air or even like a fire. And I don't know. I'm curious for the listeners out there if you know your sign and, you know, do you have vivid dreams? Um, is there a relationship there? But you should write down your dreams. If you're not doing I that I thought already. about that, yeah. If, if you're trying to get into lucid dreaming, you want to start writing down your dreams. That's step number one. Um, step number two is kind of like setting an intention to dream and telling yourself before you go to sleep, I'm going to remember my dream. I'm going to dream tonight. Um, and again, I love referring people because I didn't just come up with this on my own. Uh, there's a book called Dreams of Awakening by Charlie Morley. And he kind of gives the step-by-step on uh, getting into lucidity and just talks about, like, um, just there's so much that your body is capable of. You can literally heal yourself from injuries while you're dreaming, like, if you're at that step. Um, Now, when you say, like, you know, you can plan to dream, essentially, or, like, you know, you have that intention... Are you saying that you can plan to dream what you're going to dream of or just like, so I'm going to be wicked aware of? Okay, so I should just, as a disclaimer, I, I practiced lucid dreaming very intensely for about six months and I achieved a lucid state twice, which means, and there may be a fine distinction here where you may be like, you think you're lucid, like you're remembering stuff and you kind of know you're dreaming. That's different than truly controlling all your actions mm. and what's going on. And when that moment happens, it's literally just mind boggling. Yeah. Um, it gives me like goosebumps just thinking about it. So the, so yeah, you got to write them down. You got to set the intention that you want to dream and you start remembering your dreams. And then you want to do in the daytime, uh, reality checks, literally like an inception. If you've seen that when they spin mm-hmm. the top, mm-hmm. And they know that if the top falls over, it's real life. Yeah. Um, which, well, I won't give any spoilers. But, <laughs> but uh, no, that's real. And uh, the big thing is to uh, look at your hands. And so he talks about it in the book. Again, it's Dreams of Awakening by Charlie Morley. Uh, he talks about like, or the, the two things I remember are your hands and technology. Those things never work in correctly in dreams yeah um your hands you'll have multiple fingers very accurate you'll have multiple yeah you'll have multiple fingers you'll have two thumbs your hands will be switched um so during the day and i don't even know why i stopped doing this um i think it just i don't know i guess i don't know maybe i'll just start maybe this will be my (laughs) my my uh, renaissance and lucid dream but yeah you want to you want to flip your hands over and just look at them just for you know few seconds and and just just look at your hands and that's it and just do that a couple times during the day that's wild so what's going to happen is you're going to be dreaming and you're going to look at your hands in the dream 
As if they were in real life? No. Well, you're going to just, because you're doing it during the day. Okay, sorry. You're yeah. just going to do it in the dream. And you're going to look down at your hands and they're not going to look right. And that's going to be your cue that, oh, I'm dreaming. Mm. And then it's game on. Okay. And the hardest part for me was staying in the lucid dream. Yeah. So I would notice that I would, when I was practicing this, I would have, I'd be having a really vivid dream and it would be, I would be like, okay, I'm pretty sure I'm dreaming, but I, I wasn't in control yet. And then I would do something, um, like look at my hands and then it was like, okay, now I'm dreaming. Um, and yeah, it's like I said, it's crazy. And I, I you know, I was, I didn't spend, get to spend a ton of time there when you really practice it. Uh, like he talks about in the book, you can literally just hang out in your dreams and do all sorts of stuff. Um, like that is mind boggling to me. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. That and, we have that ability to do that, you know? Yeah. And there's zero doubt in my mind that um, ancient cultures um, were very familiar with this and knew how to do it and probably gained insights into reality based on what they discovered in dreams. Mm. Because the, the, the line between reality and like the next dimension is super thin. And anyone who's taken like, I don't like to use like a psychedelic as the example just because it's so taboo, but it's just that it's just obvious to anyone who's taken a psychedelic that 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 line between reality and 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 the metaphysical world is is super thin. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think that when you dream, you're actually accessing that state Mm. of psychic ability and we just take it for granted sort of i think that you just dream whatever and you wake up yeah we don't actually think to explore that space and he talks about in in the book and i forget if it was like buddhists from forever ago but they would practice lucid dreaming so that when they died they would have experience in this unknown place and they could actually control their afterlife. That was Whoa. like part, and that was just like, holy smokes. Talk about like dedication. Yeah. But it makes sense, right? Because mm, most of us for our entire lives will never, ha- will never lucid dream. Yeah. You'll just be, um, you know, stuck in whatever your brain decides to put you in. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing I want to say, so the hands is a good test. Technology is another good test because... I, I seem to get this a lot. In fact, just last week I had a dream. I was so frustrated. I was trying to send a text. I needed a ride. Mm-hmm. Oh, it wouldn't work. Mm-hmm. I swear I sent it and then it wouldn't be there. Yep. Um, and it just like, I, then I couldn't find the person in my phone. It's like, yep. where is it? Like, and you know, it's like, it's funny, right? Because we're on our phones during the day and you're, you know, where stuff is, you can do it without even looking at your phone, basically. And yeah. when it doesn't work, it's like, ah, yeah. what is wrong? Yeah. Um, That's one of the most common things that happen in my dreams is like, okay. I'm in danger or I need help of some sort. And yep. I'm either trying to text my brother or Tyler. And I'll go to text my brother in my phone is Brother Bear. Yeah. And I will go to do b r and the o like it's like i'm going for the o and it never will hit the o and i'm like oh my god like why can't i do it and like it's like i have like a time 
you know, time limit of I have to text him within 30 seconds or I won't be able to survive or whatever the case is. And like, I can never get to that O and it's always the same letter. It's always that first O mm-hmm. for brother bear. And it's like, why? See, see, again, is where I'd say like, it feels like you're a step ahead in your ability because you're just, um, your brain's like already priming you for this. It's repeating these things. And, mm-hmm. you know, the recurring dream is, is another thing. Um, that I, I don't know. I can't really speculate too much about recurring dreams because I don't really have those. I don't experience that. Um, there's something I want to say about deja vu, actually, that just came to mind. But, um, yeah, start writing down your dreams. I have a journal next to my bed. I just don't ever use it. Start, start writing them down. And um, they also say that uh, if you're kind of in touch with your sleep um, – It'll be like your second or third like REM cycle. Actually, the the closer you get to waking up, the stronger you'll dream. That, that's 100% true. Yeah. For me, at least. Yeah, so My strongest dream is, re- I don't know, I'd probably say like 5 o'clock in the morning and I wake up at 6. And like, you know, I like wake up, I'm like, holy shit. Like, I don't know. It just feels wild. Like I just hopped off a yeah. roller coaster yeah. of a ride. They, they make apps where um, if you're consistent with your sleep, it will like wake you up when it predicts that you're dreaming because one of the things with this practice is like you want to i forget if it's right before or right after or during but um at some part in your sleep cycle you you wake yourself up and it actually makes it easier to go back into like if you're trying to lucid dream Hmm. because you know that right when you fall back asleep you're going to be in deep rem um so yeah, there's there's definitely tricks out there. There's there's plenty of resources if anyone out there wants to do this. Um, I'd highly recommend it. And maybe I'm a little hypocritical saying that because I dropped off my practice, but maybe that's my my new intention. The cue to, here. Yeah, to, <laughs> to 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 get back into it. Um, but you mentioned deja vu. You were gonna what were you gonna talk about? Yes. So deja vu, and and we're kind of getting a little closer into just the the psychic realm here, which we could go into if, if we want to, but. Um, I'm sure you've had deja vu. Mm-hmm. Now, when you have deja vu, does it is it a dream that you're remembering? Sometimes, yes. Okay. Because my de- deja vu is always a dream that I've had. You know, maybe I should say yes, because I think like when I sometimes I'm like, oh, this is deja vu. It's not really deja vu. Like I'm driving down the same road twice in one day, but that's not really deja vu. No. You know, no. so deja vu yeah. is that really so strong be, feeling. It would be a dream then, yeah. Okay, because, um, like I said before, I, I don't really have s- super strong, vivid dreams all the time. Mm. So when I have deja vu and I know that I dreamt this, it's very, very peculiar to me because it's something so mundane that why would I remember that from a dream? And mm-hmm. it might have been a year ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, I just find that really fascinating and I don't know what to make of it except that time and just in this, you know, if you could get outside of the third dimension that we like exist in, like time, I think would take on a much different feeling because it's, it's not actually like linear, like we experience it linearly, but that's, I think a product of just the dimensionality in which we exist. And I think dreams and deja vu and this kind of stuff exposes that Hmm. fact. Again, it's something that you 
I don't know if we'll prove it in our lifetimes, but I think in, in how this all ties into wellness is just that like, there's more going on here than we're aware of. Our brains are way more powerful yeah, than we think time. they are. And something as simple as like, like I mentioned earlier, he talks about healing stuff in his dream. He, he had like, I think in his dream, he had either like a, like a knee injury or some sort of like inner ear infection that was chronic and he would lucid dream and he would go in and like, um, just send his brain to his ear and just be like, heal my ear, like, or my knee or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, and you know, you don't need to lucid dream to do that. You know, you can do that through conscious meditation and mm-hmm. send your, cause another thing I, I got really into in 2020 that I, I still maintain some of the principles, but don't practice it as much as I'd like to is Qigong, which is an ancient Chinese uh, modality of healing. Um, and just kind of a way of life. But, you know, they, they talk about that a lot. It's like where your where your uh, mind goes, like energy flows yeah, or something like that. So, yeah, um, yeah, there's a lot. Yeah. Dreams are awesome. Dreams are really cool. And I think, you know, to bring it back to the point of the podcast wellness, I think, you know, like I mentioned in the beginning, you know, making sure you do prioritize sleep and like you do get you do have some dreams, whether you recall them or not, or, you know, however they appear in your brain. But, um, I think that's one of the things you said this too, that is so commonly lacked when it comes to trying to achieve wellness or become, you know, have a healthier lifestyle. Sleep is like the last thing that people think about. And I think it's, Arguably, like, one of the most important things. I was just going to say, it's arguably the place to start. Yeah, because, like, you can, you know, you can burn yourself out so easily. And if you are not refueling your body and your brain the way it needs to, like, what's the point of even doing anything else? Because it's, it, your yeah. body's just not going to be able to do it. Yeah. So, um, if you're listening, prioritize your sleep. Don't go to bed at midnight and wake up at five. Yeah. Like, <laughs> And we should talk about, real quick, maybe just a couple sleep tips or tricks yeah um one that i love is getting off your phone like i try not to be on my phone after eight eight o'clock like there's no need for me to you know unless i'm like waiting for something which 90 percent of the time i'm not but like don't be on it um because that definitely keeps me awake and i used to like always scroll through social media like laying in bed before falling asleep and then i'm like wired and i end up spending like 30 40 minutes on social media doing nothing it's like why yeah it's a super hard habit to break i fall back into it all the time it is definitely hard and i try to leave my phone in the other room i as much as i can like unplug the wi-fi um sorry to the listeners a motorcycle next door uh uh yeah the the uh the so maybe we'll talk about this when we talk about sunlight but the the, the phone thing, so you've probably heard of blue light, mm-hmm. and the blue light is really a problem yeah. uh, for us humans because we're not supposed to be exposed to, to this type of light, and the, the blue light from your phone, from your TV screen, computer screen, any of this artificial light, even fluorescence like in, the, mm-hmm. you know, in business places or if you're working late night shifts or whatever, um, that that blue light will disrupt your your hormonal response to the sunset. So when the sun goes down, you're supposed to get tired. Right. Um, 
and the the blue light tricks your brain into thinking that it's still daytime Mm -hmm. and it'll actually affect your your uh, melatonin delivery to your bloodstream so that's pretty crazy yeah so if you're chronically you know if you have trouble with sleep definitely eliminate the phone yeah before and 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 after after sleep but uh, i think we're going to talk about this more in, in the next episode but um yeah, yeah. Prioritize your sleep and, and get down with your dreams because there's probably something in there to learn about yourself too, just on like the psychic yeah. level. Yeah. You know, it's it's funny. You know, you say like, yeah, like I'm I'm in trouble and I'm and I'm texting you know Tyler or, or John. Makes total sense. Yeah. Right. Um, dreams are totally a reflection of of our reality, but they're like inverted. I think. Mm. Um. So I think there's something to learn in there. But, man, I wonder what it would be like if we were a society of lucid dreamers. Oh, my God. It would be wild. And you could you could get all your sort of like your... Okay, so I'll say this quickly on dreaming. You know, as a musician and a creative person and someone who's always trying to write lyrics and come up with songs and, and that kind of thing, when I have dreams where I um, am playing music or like writing a song, it almost unfailingly is a great idea that if I can capture it when I wake up, that's the trick. Mm. It's almost always um, just a a great result. And that's so, why can't I tap into that in my conscious? Right. You know, we have so many distractions. I I don't think we realize it. And maybe part of sleep is like, you can actually be even as scatterbrained as it seems, like with crazy stuff that happens in dreams. It's actually like hyper focused. Mm. Um, and Jake, who, who plays, um, he's had a couple songs that he's brought that he literally is like, I just woke up and this song was in my head and, and just wrote it. And Paul McCartney has examples of that. I think uh, yesterday or Blackbird or something is an example of that. And I'm sure a lot of musicians and artists do. Yeah. Because there's obviously a connection between art and like the psychic ability, right? Like if you can interpret reality in this artistic way. So yeah, it's crazy. It's just crazy. (laughs) I know here we are just kind of getting off track again, but yeah, prioritize your sleep and and get down with dreams. That's, that's the takeaway. And yeah. And I'm curious, you know, for those who listen, I know I get a lot of feedback with a lot of the episodes. Um, I'm curious to see like what kind of dreams you guys all experience. Um, if you're similar to me where you feel like you're a very vivid dreamer, more like Trent, you know, maybe not as vivid. Um, if anyone has done lucid dreaming, I'd love to hear your experience with mm-hmm. it because I think it'd be really cool. Yeah. But yeah, um, we go on and on about dreaming, clearly, because it's just like such a crazy topic to, yeah. you know, dive yeah. into. But um, we are going to wrap this one up. I am super excited to get into the next couple episodes with Trent. Um, like we mentioned, some sunlight and a couple other things that he has been wanting to talk about um, that I'm super interested to learn about. And I think it'll benefit all of you guys, too. So stay tuned next week. Same time, same place. Shaping Wellness. We'll see you then. Bye.